0: Hey, welcome to Real Talk episode 173. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Hello, folks. Let's do a podcast. What's Real Talk, you say? Well, it's an opportunity to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Somewhere in the description of this video, you will find a link, or it, you may not be able to click it, but you can type it live slash real dash talk. The real in that is R E A L. Click it, follow the instructions, go down. Click Submit a Question. You can put an anonymous question, a link, whatever you want. Maybe you want to ask, but you've been too embarrassed to ask your pastor. Maybe it's uncomfortable. It's one of those sort of risque questions, but you want a Christian response to it. This is your chance to do that. It goes into our database completely anonymously. We've answered over I think, 2,000 questions Crazy, over the years. Man. And, uh, yeah, that's it. We try to give you our take on things as just a few young Christian guys loving Jesus, loving life. Trying to figure it all out. It's a mystery. And uh, the other thing to let you know is, Real Talk is not your average podcast.
1: <laughs> Let's talk about it.
0: I forgot what you said too, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah and then. Uh, and the
1: taco and Jesus is all
0: it's perfect. So, we want to give a big shout out to one of our biggest supporters. I love her a lot. She gives us comments that you never respond to because that's who you are as a person. And uh, I'm going to throw them under the bus every day because. This goes on to my reputation, too. It takes 40 seconds. We tell people that we we care. Fun Turn can do this, too. It's true.
1: Kelsey, we love you.
0: (laughs) Not enough to respond to you, but we love you. (laughs) But all after burning AJ for a long time and making everybody go, what he hurt AJ's feelings? I'll get back to the original (laughs) show. So Kelsey made us these shirts. She did, man. And reminded us, which is why she's an awesome fan and super fan and supporter, that we did talk about a taco-type Tuesday when we were talking about the different names for taco places. Mm-hmm. And we realized that every one of their names is a real place. It's true, man. So what well, we've decided to do in honor of Kelsey, these amazing shirts. P.S., and I'm not exaggerating when I say this before I go on, quick addendum. This is the best-fitting shirt ever. I told you guys before I put it on, and this is a true story. I said, I'm probably going to to shrink this most of the time. I'm a big guy, but people think I'm bigger than I am. I'm weird. Mm-hmm. I put it on, and I literally looked at the guys and said, this is the shirt. There's never been a shirt that's fit me better. It fits great. So kudos, Kelsey. Kudos, yes, yes. So anyway, uh, yeah, man, pretty, uh, pretty awesome. These shirts are, like, li- real high quality, too. Oh, so yeah. you will see these shirts again because we are going to be raiding tacos in the uh, next few uh, episodes. We found out recently that there is a taco truck. Did you know this? Were you in here? Huh. No, oh, there's a taco truck now here in the local town of Colombia. City. (laughs) And in Columbia City, Indiana, there's a taco truck over there by Walmart. Interesting. If it was the name of it. The giant box store, right?
2: Wilkins Store.
0: There you go. In that, and this is the thing, they're apparently open from like 3 till 11, till close. It's crazy, And they have burritos, so we're clearly going to try that.
1: Oh, 100%. We'll throw
0: in the taco hut, as we call it, right? Mm hmm a uh, fun turns place of work. Mm-hmm. Then we will get from the other Mexican restaurants in town, and then anybody that wants to, from our church perhaps, and we will rate the best tacos in town. Nice. Mommy. And we will do it anonymously, so we don't know where the tacos are from when we when we take Ooh, a bite. That's, that's really cool. Is there I going like to be this. a
2: rating of accuracy of order?
0: <laughs> we already know who'd lose that.
2: <laughs> so by uh, store may be in trouble. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, <laughs> Roasted. <laughs> however... With that, too, there's other big announcement coming soon, coming now, I'll just tell you, is Real Talk Live is returning. Now, I've told you that before. I'm going to... Told you that before. I'm not going to say it again, because everybody's going to say, Todd, he's mean to AJ. I feel like you could literally punch my face. And people would say, Todd, why did you put your face in front of AJ's fist? You might hurt it. It's so weird.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's only AJ. It's not even me. Oh, I like, know. Could, I know. You're be...
0: right. And I don't know why. It's because he has this smile. that It's like a shark, though. People don't understand it. <laughs> so anyway, Real Talk Live's coming back. Oof. It should be this Thursday, actually, which would be the 21st. July 21st.
1: July 21st. I believe at 8.30 p.m. 8.30.
0: Eastern Standard Time. Be there. Uh, in case you're over there in, you know, one of the other states. It's Eastern true. Standard Time. You EST, can get on babe. Facebook and YouTube. Uh, we'll probably put out some details and... uh yeah, enjoying the fun. It's going to be fun, man. Maybe that's when we should do the taco stuff. Makes Actually, sense. It's for the a good first idea.
1: episode. Yeah. Can wear these.
2: We can talk to the. Uh,
1: yeah, I just said that. Mm-hmm.
2: Talk to the taco uh, truck. I'm still shocked they're open from 3 to 11 o'clock at night. Hey, yeah, for I guess. us,
0: that works great. Oh, it's I great it timing does. for us. It's fantastic. You know, that old taco hut could be in trouble once people figure this out.
2: Uh, please go there. I don't want your customership.
0: Don't say that. Taco <laughs> hut's going to be mad at you. You mean you love Taco Hut?
2: I love Taco Hut. It's a fantastic (sighs) place I tried. I tried
0: to save him. You heard me. It's too late. Anyway. I'll I'll bleep it. (laughs) I know what people are thinking. We're not going to. We're not going to. We're not going to actually do live.
1: We're going to do live.
0: I don't blame you. Because I don't necessarily believe it. But, <laughs> but, you know, but I won't believe it till I'm sitting in the chair. Uh, yes, yeah, so, Kelsey, thank you so much for real. Not just for the shirts, though they are awesome and unexpected. But thank you yeah. so much for your support. We love it. I do see all your comments. And I don't have all the sign sign-in stuff. I'm just being real, like the guys do, or at least access. And it's probably, I don't know why. And even the one password website we have, I can't get into it. I never told you mm. to do that. Um, <laughs> so... I can't uh, comment, but I do see them. And I just really appreciate the fact that your comments are genuine and real and like interactive. And she's very encouraging. So thank you, truly. We love you. We appreciate you. Hmm. Um, and you mean a lot to us, genuinely. Arnold, don't kill us. <laughs> For saying, Hey, he works at the. Nope. Don't see it. Things about people's lives. That's yeah, fair, exactly. man. Good
1: call. Yeah, he works. But you know I will that. tell them what your social security number is. <laughs> yes, it
0: is. I <laughs> also am supposed to hype the fundraiser, which I assume is your hair thing. Yes.
1: Yeah, the thing we that's are... gone into the night. The yes.
2: Long dark night. I hate this fundraiser,
1: dude. This is an ext- like I'm going to be honest. I'm nervous. It's an extreme fundraiser. Like we. So for those of you that you know voted or you know gave some opinions on how you wanted me to do my hair and stuff. So we've kind of come up with like a different system because my original idea was to do like a bidding thing. But uh, had a discussion about it, and what we're wanting to do is we're wanting to kind of set up, like, a, a system. It's kind of, It would be like a GoFundMe sort of we're thing. We're
2: going to set up the GoFundMe system.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's, you reach different tiers, and each tier you reach is a different thing I do. So it's going to be, like, changing. Like, it's going to be multiple things, and it's terrifying.
2: <laughs> It'll change as long as you donate. Mm-hmm. More information coming soon.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's going to be it's going to be wild and scary. I need you to tell me how wild. We officially
2: it's have everything that's like all the different levels that you guys will get. So we have all those and we'll be releasing that hopefully here soon, but we'll be getting that GoFundMe together and we'll have probably a very special post to put it yeah, it's, out it's things terrifying. like that. And we're we're aiming to raise money to improve this show for all you guys.
0: Bingo bingo bingo.
1: That's the tears.
2: Oh yeah, it's 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 intense. It's been organized now. We're, we're slowly moving towards it.
0: Who came up with this?
1: Uh, I think it was Emma. Me. Dude, the last... Laugh.
0: <laughs> It'll be interesting. See what happens. Yeah, yeah I'm terrified. terrified. Yeah,
1: whatever, You did this bro. to yourself. You, look, <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's like
0: a literal mountain man last year, two years ago, whatever. Anyway, that'll be fun. I'm supposed it's to true. hype that up, so... <laughs> hey! I don't know. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> I don't know. Really... guys... You guys... <laughs> guys. You guys have any? Uh, I guess we're supposed to move on from this handy dandy show notes here on episode 173. I'm supposed to say catch up on our lives. So, yeah, By the way, it's flaming hot in here. Oh yeah, I just, just laughed. flaming
1: hot. Yeah, I just laughed and like I had a heat wave come over my body. I'm literally sweating. Mm-hmm. Which I know what you're thinking. Is that
0: normal? It's not abnormal for you.
1: Well, guess what?
0: Very hot. It is warm. So. Uh, any, any news in your life that you want to talk about?
1: Um, let's see. Well, the fundraiser is going to definitely be interesting. So that that was already brought up. Um, hmm. I would say, man. Like, I was reading. Uh, I was reading John earlier, and I just read a bunch of it, and I was thinking about how the Pharisees, like, how they would talk to Jesus. And it's so, like, when I think about the call of being a Christian and how we're supposed to be like Christ, man, it's just so radical. And it's so, like, I don't know, man. It's such a, I guess, to try to, like, sum it up for me, it is just, like, when I actually think about how we're, like, truly supposed to follow Christ, man, like, it is just, wow. It leaves me speechless sometimes. Like, I don't even know how to put it into words. So it's like, when I know I'm supposed to be like, this is the perfect, this this is him, man. This is Christ. And it's like, dude, how am I supposed to, how am I supposed to do this? Like, because I'm such a scared human being. (laughs) Like, very fearful, man. And so it's like. I know Jesus had like moments of like, fear too. Like he was scared at times or like like overwhelmed and it's like dude. I think I have I guess to try to keep it short. Sorry. Probably, I don't know if this makes any sense, but like I think that I I struggle with always feeling like the Holy Spirit's going to be able to fully help me, you know? Like like I struggle with like to believe fully that like, you know, in the midst of my fear when it comes, you know, the next time it comes even from now like like is it am I going to be able to like get through it you know am I going to do the right thing so i don't know man kind of random but like that's just i was reading earlier and just really made me think about like how like that call man how radical it is to be like jesus <laughs> so it's like oh man it's it's heavy sometimes so that's that'd be like the, the latest thing i have but Yeah, I don't know if it makes any sense or not, but... I mean, I think, yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Radical call. Yeah, man, it's just... It's wild, dude. So, that's really the latest thing for me.
0: Pondering. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'm not sure what to ask you about that
1: other than... (laughs) Dude, yeah. It was just, like, one of those things where I was like, man... Because I I guess to to elaborate maybe a little bit, sorry, because I know I can can tend to accidentally be, like, broad. So, like, it, it makes me think about like, my emotions and how, like, I tend to suppress them a lot or, like, I, or maybe not suppress them, but, like, I just don't think about them. Mm. And so, like, that often can lead me to, like, subconsciously maybe, like, I don't know, tr- maybe, like, I treat people differently or I, or I avoid people or whatever it is. And, or even the good stuff, or I don't tell people the good. And it's, like, I know that the call to be like Christ that that that's not included in that. Like that's the opposite, and so it's like, man. So I guess for me, it it's that feeling of like, how do I how do I just always do that? Because the call is to always be like that. And it's like, man, that's overwhelming. <laughs> so I guess I hope that helps a little bit. But yeah, hmm. yeah, man, it's interesting. I don't know.
0: I feel like if I talk about it, it just be things I've rambled on before cause I'm a weirdo that thinks about that all the time. And yeah, And I bring it dude. up every other week, and it almost irritates me at times. When people are like, well, because with us as humans, like, we either, you know, we don't believe it or we do. Like, and if we do, I don't know. I think a lot of people are stuck. I wonder, I guess I shouldn't say. I wonder if sometimes people, I'm not saying you, but I do wonder, and I've thought this for myself, is sometimes the reason people aren't following it isn't because maybe we're not Maybe we, maybe we just know of him and don't know him. And sometimes, mm. I don't know, I don't know the answer. <clears throat> or that we're certainly, um, we're not beating our body into submission, as Paul says.
1: that, yeah, and that is, that is, you're right. And that because... just means for
0: non-Christians, it's just a verse that's implying, like, we control what we do. And we don't feel like it sometimes because sin can be so tempting, right? And I'm not just talking, you know Clearly, the first one that comes up—sexual sin—for people, but mm-hmm. whether it's anger or it's pride or you know, it's still tempting.
1: Yes, and like it's very easy to like fall into that, or like your mind just like sometimes you don't even recognize it because you're just so used to it. So like I, you know, for me, like my journey as a Christian, like I tend to forget that like you know I've had you know twenty or so years of just that's how life was, mm-hmm. you know, and so I tend to not think about that stuff, and it's just subconsciously you just kind of like oh that's just. What I do and you're like no that's not like that's not right like I follow Jesus you know and following Jesus does not include doing the things I do or thinking the way I think you know and it's like man so
0: yeah I think sometimes I feel like we become a joke though because we say this all the time and it's like why how why do we say the same things all the time and nothing changes ever and hmm. if I was watching the show it almost can be hopeless hmm Because all we talk about is the same thing of like, and I'm not mocking you here. Yeah, you know, we're pondering it. But what comes of that? It's good. I, I even feel that way on the show. Like, when do we talk about victories? When do we talk about the fact that we can overcome those things? Why is it always talking about that? Hey, we we just keep doing the wrong thing.
1: That's good, man, because it's either – to me, that, that brings me to two places. It's either I don't recognize when, I'm, when I have victories because, like, that's, like, you know, oh, like, self-hatred. That's not what I even
0: mean. I'm not talking about, like – because the reason you're not talking about victories is you're not having them. It's not because you're not thinking them, right? Hmm. Or at least you're not having as much to overcome this, this well, self-hatred or whatever. I don't know, man.
1: No, that's again, really we, good.
0: I, I don't know the answer anymore I can't for you I mean clearly I, I for me it's just as simple as being disciplined and doing what he told me to do and it's not really that much of a mystery to me it's not <clears throat> for some reason when it comes to my own behavior I choose it I know that um, it's my fault sin is my fault I chose that I chose to follow him you know or to not follow him in that moment and it's not really that big of a mystery I just don't do what he tells me to do hmm. at times and I think a lot of times, I, I'm not, again, I'm not, again I'm not seeing you. I think some people just don't want to face that. It's not this, like, we just don't do what he said, tell, what he tells us to do. And if you don't do facts. what he tells you to do, I mean, we say facts, but that's what I'm saying, man. Sometimes I feel like we're just in danger of becoming this Christian-y thing we talk about. It's the same stuff every week. We talk about the same stuff, the same straw, and nothing comes of it. So, what does it mean that that's a fact? Why doesn't that change in your life? Why doesn't that change in my life? What are we telling the people that watch this show? Christianity is just this miserable journey, you know, of misery <laughs> that has zero, like, I don't know, you just trudge on. I think of a friend of mine, and, and he, you know, he gets made fun of all the time, but maybe he's the most honest one. He said, Yeah, life sucks, and I die, I'll finally get my reward, and I'll go to heaven. You know, that's, everybody's like, Yeah, I can't believe you're that negative. I'm like, Is he just saying what everybody, where a lot of people think? Because isn't that what we're thinking when we're like, well, there's nothing I can do. I'm a piece of garbage. Now, again, I'm not yeah, mocking you no because difference. I know you're being you're being genuine, right? And and even me, like I talk about it a lot too. When it comes to the area of sin, sin it's it sucks to admit. Now I can I can say this. I don't know why I do what I don't want to do sometimes. Like it's so funny how powerful it is, but yet the Bible tells me that when I don't practice the things God has told me to do, when I am not abiding in Him, when I don't pray. When I don't go to church, let's say, when I don't worship, when I don't read his word every day, like food, and then I'm, it's it's like, oh, so odd. When I'm not close to the vine, I'm not acting like Jesus. Weird. I wonder why that's happening. I wonder why I'm not naturally wanting to follow him. I wonder why I'm naturally following my flesh more,
1: Mm.
0: you know? And this is, this is me. I'm not, again, I mean this genuinely. I'm not being passive aggressive. Like I think of myself, well, for me, it's pretty easy. Now, I can sit here and go, gosh, man, why do I do things? Because like, it does sometimes feel like you're a different person. You know, when you, whatever, when you, get, when you almost willfully give in to things at times. And, and what I say by that is, like, the conviction comes immediately, right? Or, like, I don't know, without being too, let's say I come into a room and I'm really mad. I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go in there and I'm not going to lash out or I'm not going to be, you know, um, I'm going to speak truth and love. But then I get in there and I don't. Mm. The Holy Spirit literally was trying to, pr- to prick me and lead me and prepare me to do it. So what happened between, because this has happened before, what happened between the moment when I thought that to the moment I didn't do it? Okay, I'll tell you a lot of times. I didn't stop and pray, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't I mean, beat my body in submission because I think a lot of times we just go by what we feel. Well, if God wants me to be loving, he'll make me feel loving and that's not that's true not
1: true yeah Dang. so i don't know man it's like no,
0: sometimes true. i always think about people that listen to the show and i'm like i feel like we just tell them the same things with no answers
1: okay. over and
0: over and over again which that's cool that we're being real about re- having real talk and talking about these things but like what in the world man how are we five four years into this and still not necessarily that we're feeling this stuff but like do you not have any answer after the like i'm like you what, what's yeah. your answer with that because you didn't really have an answer you just said this is hard i don't do it what's the answer and again for all those aj lovers out there his fan base i'm not attacking aj
1: yeah he no, knows man.
0: this we have these kinds of talks without the camera on
1: oh absolutely in fact
0: last night i'm going to bring it up he kind of was the one in talking to me and kind of pushing into me so it goes both ways absolutely
1: I guess, man, the answer is like,
0: it's okay if you don't know even, but we've got to figure that out.
1: Hmm. And by we,
0: I mean in your own life, right? We can give the Christian answer. Mm -hmm. So like the Christian answer is one I just gave. I can generally say, we're not doing what God told us to do, right? But what what thing am I not doing, Todd? Does that make Hmm. sense? Like, what am I doing to either feed my flesh or not feed my, you know, the spirit that's within me, for lack of a better terminology?
1: Yeah, that helps, because like... The one thing like as soon as you, that you, you
0: need to confess that to everyone necessarily but i think if i'm having a talk with you as my friend i think yeah. that's something that's going to help you is like being honest with yourself about what you're not doing hmm. you know and again that can turn into we got to earn our stuff and it's like no we're not talking about blessings right
1: now we're yeah. talking
0: about obedience right i mean that's kind of what you're implying
1: absolutely right? like and, and i'm like i'm willing to share like for sure like i as soon as you said <laughs> that what came to my mind was like i don't I don't pray when I should, like, in those moments. Like you said, like, if if I'm in the midst of a battle or if I am, like, if I'm in the midst of, you know, kind of like what you, like, your previous example, like, you know, if I'm going into something, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, ha, do, you know, am I actually doing what God tells me to do? You know, Prayer is so a big sorry. thing, dude, and, like, you're right. Like, that's a main thing I need to work on is, like, I yeah, don't... Yeah, but when you say work on... Oh, go ahead, sorry.
0: Like, like, even that terminology, work on... What is prayer to you? Hmm.
1: Prayer to me is, is, is just, just talking to Is it just the thing you're
0: supposed to... Yeah, but that's what you're supposed to say. Hmm. Right? So let me put it in a different term. If okay. that's what you really think, is it's talking to God, why don't you want to talk to God?
1: Hmm. I think it's... Makes sense? Be, yeah.
0: Because the way you said it at first was, oh, it's something I got to do better. So think about it this way. Like, I'm your friend, right? And I'm like, I've got to talk to you more. Like, I got to talk to you better. You know what I mean? Like, this... Yeah. What does that really mean? Does that mean i got to talk to you more? Does that mean, like, why don't I talk to you? Like
1: mm, I don't know I don't that's the good.
0: Answer, just things I'm thinking. It's yeah. Like, you're helping me process, too.
1: I would say when I say that, it's more, because you're right, that's more of a knee-jerk thing. So it's.
0: Well, I'm not saying you're being fake. I think if we're talking to people out there, I, you know, something even we've gotten away from on the show is really talking the way we actually talk, or at least used to. You know, if you're going to have real talk, it shouldn't just be like, blah, 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 like we should go into that. So I don't want you to think I'm thinking you're, you're intentionally being like surfacey. I'm just asking mm. questions to my friend.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I think it, it boils down to like, I don't f- always believe that what I pray for, like pray for he's going to answer. Like okay? or like, I don't fully believe that, you know, that that's going to overcome how I feel, you know? Yeah, well then it, it, it certainly won't. That's a part of the faith.
0: But the other side of it is, is that the, and this is a genuine question. Is yeah. the only time you talk to him when you need stuff?
1: Hmm. I would say it's more, more often than not, yeah. Because, like, it's very, to me, it's rare for me when I just, like, say, hey, God, thank you for this.
0: Yeah, well, there's no reason to think about why.
1: Hmm.
0: And I, and I don't know the
1: answer for you, right? Like,
0: I can know the answer for me. Like, for me... When I struggle in prayer. And prayer is one of the things, typically, if I'm honest, that I I trash myself in the show, too. That's an area that I, I'm typically pretty strong in, mm-hmm. though, as of late. And for me, like, um, I don't know, man. I talk to him. Like, that, that verse that says, pray without ceasing, that's kind of... I'm just going through my day talking to him.
1: And that... Man. Yeah, that's... I'm not... Now,
0: oh, yeah. I was going to say my struggle. I completely forgot what I was saying. So, for me, when I do struggle, that was the point of saying I'm good at it, is that when I do struggle... It's because, and I'm just going to, I don't want to be insult anyone in my life, but, like, I grew up in a very f- fear-based situation, right? Um, I was supposed to, not only would I get punished for doing the wrong thing, but I would get punished for not doing the right thing by by not being able to guess what the right thing was in that moment. Hmm.
1: Does
0: that make sense? <clears throat> so, hey, I'm supposed to, I'm, I'm making this up, but it gives you a good example. Say I'm supposed to clean the house, and I... I don't know where to put this thing. No one so I just guess, and it was wrong, and I get punished. So a lot of times with God, I'll find myself subconsciously like avoiding Him if I'm if I'm struggling in prayer that moment because I'm afraid He's mad at me and going to punish me, like, right? And and I can't stop Him anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's the fear. Right? Like he's disappointed in me. He's mad at me. Now I'm just waiting for the belt to fall or you know whatever. Yeah, symbolism here. So for me, so what's yours? I don't think yours is fear.
1: No. It's probably the, it's actually kind of the opposite. Like I think that it's more spoiled. Like,
0: now are you saying that because you know about your family? or Are you saying that because you actually feel like when you think about God, you're spoiled?
1: Like when I think about like growing up. Yeah, like, but how
0: does that? I'm not telling you to apply that to God. I just know mm-hmm. for me that that does right. So what do you in those moments you're not talking to God? Okay, I'm sorry to ramble. I'm just trying to.
1: No, it's good. I like it. So let's
0: say that like you say. Okay, I struggle to pray, and it's yeah. because I don't believe. Right? We'll get to that in a minute. I don't believe he's going to answer. Mm-hmm. Which, that's something. Right. And you said, well, I don't really think about saying thank you. Why? Is it because you're like, honestly, man, I just, I never say, I I don't know, you were spoiled, so you kind of expect good things? I don't know. Mm hmm I would say that... Or you're never taught, I don't know. Or was prayer never explained to you that way? I don't know.
1: I would say that... I am more like it's. It's interesting because, like, I know, like, I know, I've I've always been a guy who's been like, yeah, like, like you know, like, like thank you for this or thank you for that. Like, even like with like people, like, I you know, I try to be thankful. So it's like, hmm, I would yeah, say you are really good at
0: saying thank you to people. Yeah. Sure. So
1: and you know, so it's like. Hmm. Anyway, I, we, that's no, something to come yeah. Back that's to. something. I, is, I, yeah.
0: I guess when you think about prayer, oh, let me change the question. What mm-hmm. is prayer to you? Like, in your own, like, not what you're supposed to say, but when you think about it practically mm-hmm. and someone says, hey, man, you need to pray, what are they telling you to do?
1: Asking for help. Okay. hmm Like, that's what comes to my mind is, like, okay. asking for help. Which is true,
0: right? I mean, we do that, and we're supposed to. So. But you don't ask for help. Okay, so we'll go back to the original, because you don't think he's actually going to help you.
1: Yeah, or, like, moments. or. And maybe maybe this is the spoiled thing. Maybe this is okay. So I think the spoiled thing comes in this part is like he either isn't gonna like he isn't gonna answer, or the or he isn't gonna like answer it the easiest way possible. <laughs> like he's you know it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like an easy way that would make it more com- most comfortable for me because that's what I've known.
0: So like you think if he if you ask him he is he's going to tell you to do something you don't want to do. Exactly. That's honest.
1: Mhm because
0: even if it involves something to help you.
1: Exactly because that makes sense. Most of my life it's just been like that. Like here's the here's a situation and well here's just the easiest way to get out of it. Like whether that was like outside help or you know what I'm saying like yeah. Kinda of like what I've explained before in the past, like you know, quote like safety net. There's always been that safety net. So then I think I'm I am sub subconsciously always thinking, there's a safety net. There's gonna be a safety net. Well, that's you know, there's gonna be an easy way out of this. And so it's like Hmm. Yeah, so so when so if so I'm thinking is it actually
0: like, that you don't think you'll need him because it's just there's gonna be something else that gets you out of it, or
1: I think I expect God to give me the easy way.
0: Mm so what you, but there's some part of you that knows he won't always because <laughs> yeah so even though you expect that part of you it's like I, like you just said you read mm-hmm. this is hard it's not gonna be that way
1: exactly yeah kind of like counting the costs again you know cause I think originally I was in a place where I could hear it but I think over the years like you still like there's that part of me that has like that kind of that spoiled kid
0: yeah but you know it's interesting man like you say maybe you struggle in that area you also are pretty radical in a lot of other areas so that's mm-hmm. what's funny about and cool about how God interacts with us, because He's growing us in areas that were weak, right? Yeah. But like you know, you are bold and going to love on people. You know, I've said that before. You 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 are just so bold and loving on people, and it's so fruitful, man. Um, I've seen it in the gym so much. You know, I had a really you had a really cool talk with that guy last week. Yeah. That goes to church, but isn't a Christian. Flat out told you. Yeah. And That all became because you got a bottle of water. For the dude that he worked out with who ended up leaving. It's true. And, you know, (laughs) so I, you know, I wanna leave you on encouraging. Instead of viewing that as like, well, I'm garbage because I think that, because sometimes I wonder when you have those epiphanies and it makes you sad. Listen, man, he's so proud of you for all these other areas, Hmm. you know, but you're right. It doesn't mean he's gonna let you not grow in these, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And I, and he, listen to me, even though it's different, I want you to hear me, like, I struggle too at times. It's just a different reason. Hmm. Mine's almost the opposite. Mine's like, well, clearly he's never going to give me something good.
1: Well, yeah, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum. You know? Because, I don't know. I think it makes sense with like, your life. Sure. You know. Yeah,
0: and that's hard to talk about for both of us because we love our families, but yeah. the reality is there's no perfect family out there. 100%. Um, and I'm so blessed by my family. And I know you'd say the same thing. Me too. But, definitely. you know, we... It's it's not trashing your family to say the effects that it has, you know, and um neither of us grew up in Christian homes. I know. Nope. And so what it's kind of makes our families even more amazing that we had the lives we had that they didn't they didn't know. It's Jesus. true. But it also puts us in a situation sometimes where like it probably affects us even more than we know. There's positive sides to it for sure. I think oh, for both absolutely. of us we're both evangelical in heart, we both understand what like Jesus does yeah, to your dude. life, because, like, we can't deny the change. No. Can't deny but anything. I think sometimes the part of the burden of it, man, and um, is that stuff, you know? Because we don't, I don't know, I, it's just my own thoughts on it yeah. to encourage you, man. It's like, God still sees all that good stuff, too. And he's not even mad at you for the prayer thing. It's more of like he wants to help you. Now, yep. I'm telling you that while I still struggle with it, so.
1: <laughs> I, I appreciate it, man. It's, it's, I think it's you're cool right, you're
0: that right. transparent.
1: You know, I think that I... Yeah, like, I don't know. That's one thing I got hurt. That was a nice neck pop. Yeah, I'm that's hurting good. all the time. <laughs> um, you know, I think that's, I guess I just get mad at myself, though, because, like you said, like, I don't want it to just become a joke, though. You know, like, I don't want it to just be like me always, like, just talking about, hey, like, here's where I'm at. But then, like, it doesn't turn to action, you know, because then it's like it's not really, to me, it, it doesn't feel like it's faith anymore, mm, you know. it's good. So like it doesn't, and I don't, I don't like that. I don't want to be just a guy who just complains about life. But it's like, but Jesus, because it's like, well, yeah, and I
0: didn't, I didn't even <laughs> take what you're saying as complaining. If that encourages, yeah. you. it's more of like, I guess I want them to know, them being all you awesome people listening and watching that we, you know, we, we're not meaning just to say the negative, but we want to. and Maybe sometimes we don't focus on the solution either. Yes, you're right. There because is, we exactly. are on a time show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. That's part of it. <laughs> Like, and people just, I don't know. So I think it's neat, man. And, like, hopefully that inspires someone else out there to think about their own life.
1: Hmm. Thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. How about you? I that that was that was my life, but <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah, I hope I
0: didn't discourage you. For no, forever.
1: absolutely not. You know, I think it's just, what what it's revealing to me is that, like, I just, I don't know. It's, it's the same lesson over and over again, which makes sense, because if I haven't overcome it, God's just going to keep putting it in front of me, but, like, I have to, like, there has to be an action that comes with seeing these things. And if there isn't, he's going to keep telling me, dude, <laughs> like, you have to do something here. So, um, yeah, man, it's definitely not discouraging. Um, It's more of those, it's one of those things where it's like, it's probably, if anything, it's probably more frustration in myself. Like, it's like, darn it, kid, like, do something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so- but I don't think the father's even
0: frustrated with you. Because I think he's he's lovingly wanting you to it's kind of like you know baby taking those steps Um, Hmm, that's good i'm not i'm not upset when daisy doesn't in fact sometimes i don't want her to walk (laughs) as fast as she is because she's walking way ahead of schedule but i don't i don't sit around and go oh my goodness she only took three steps i'm always like man you can take eight you know because i believe you can like i don't feel disappointed in her and I'm a sucky human. So you can only imagine how God feels about you.
1: That's so good, man. You know? I don't. I'm, I'm not even frustrated at her.
0: You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah. So. That is so good. I don't. I don't look at it that way a lot of the time. I need to. Yeah. yeah. But thanks, man. It really yeah. does help because, like, it it does because it, I know for me it can easily turn into discouragement. But like, it's not that. It is yeah. like, a, yeah. all right, what do we do with this? Mm. So thanks, dude. Yeah. No problem. Yeah, how, how are you doing, my friend? Well, I made
0: some notes here.
1: Nice. Um, you guys know most of this. Uh-huh. So number one,
0: I'll start with least serious and work my way down. All right. So we have this baptism service that we do once a year. Big deal. Awesome service. Yeah, this have so you know, we've got 140, 150 people. People come and celebrate what we call, right, always felt like it's an out, outward declaration of an inward change. I'm declaring what should have already been. You know, the water doesn't save me, but it symbolizes what, what Jesus has done for me and what I did. The old me's dead. When I come in that water, when I come out, I'm new creation. I'm declaring to the world I'm Jesus, right? It's a beautiful thing. Every year we have been blessed, man. We have had people. I remember we, I've had people run down a hill to get baptized. These are guests. We had our photographer one year, <laughs> who we paid to do it. All so of a cool, sudden say, I yeah. want to do this, take his stuff off and dive in. We've had, I mean, just amazing miracles. Yes. Along with the people who have, you know, we get to celebrate. With that being said, every single year, we have a set date for this. It's almost always the fourth or third I think, what is it? Third, third, or fourth third Sunday. the third Sunday. Yeah, every year, man, except for like one, it is storming and raining. It's so true. last week we were supposed to have it mm-hmm. on the seventeenth. We moved it because we saw the rain was supposed to be that, which yep. by the way it was. It did rain. It did rain. Right. Because it had only had a one percent chance of rain for this coming Sunday. Yep. Now I look at it Sunday, Monday, sixty percent. The exact same. The exact same. Um, forecast as the one we just missed. So now I'm put in this position mm-hmm. where, you know, I we can push it again. Then people are upset because parents are coming for baby dedications. I get it because we're baby yeah. doing. But I push it back to another. And we just keep putting, because the truth is, like, I don't, we can push it back. It's our event. Yes. And honestly, at the end of the day, even though we're inviting people, it's for our
1: church. Like our church family. Absolutely. So
0: like here's the reason it's a big deal, guys. We have giant slip and slides, we have pools, like it's just a fun, full day. Yes. Well, if you bring it inside, which is the option, and yes, the point is to just celebrate those people. But part of celebrating those people is having like kind of a full day around it, you know, like a party. So we bring it inside, which would be the alternative. Yep. Right. Because I'm not going to plan for it to be outside and then have to that day. I mean, try, outside. Bring it all inside. Right? So, so we're torn between having inside and like, you know, the giant bounce house. We I mean, might be able to put it in the gym for the kid, but it's just not going to be the same, right? Or push it back. Yep. And that stinks. <laughs> so uh, I just looked today, and at first I was like, oh, there might be hope because it showed Saturday originally rain. Well, then it that that was it's gone, and it was like partly sunny Saturday. So I was like, oh, maybe it's pushing. You know. Yeah. The whatever they call the. That system's kind of pushing forward. Well oh, today yeah, I yeah. checked. Now it's raining again. It's supposed to be raining again on Saturday. And fifty percent chance on Sunday. So even if it doesn't rain, right? It's going to if it's fifty percent. Let's just be it's, real. It's, it's gonna be gray and gross and wet. True. So that stinks that I have to make that man, decision. Dude. And again, it's not so much because you just don't want to disappoint people. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to so so that's that. Mm, frustrating. The other thing that's happening, <clears throat> the anxiety, man, it's back. And I hate admitting this because I was not an angel. You guys know me. I don't really get stressed. I just all of a sudden get overwhelmed with physical, almost physical responses to anxiety. So, like, my mind isn't going, oh, it's going to happen? What's going to happen? I mean, I have those moments, but it's typically not. All of a sudden, I just look at you and go, yeah, I'm about to have a panic attack. My body is like, you're dying. Yep. And, all these, and then my, my mind hyper-focuses on these things that are real things that are happening in my body, right? Yep. So, say, okay, I'll get to it. So, for instance, I'm having tingling in my foot that I've had for about, what, six weeks now? It's been a while. Yeah. It all started after I foolishly tried to run out, like follow this thing online of barefoot running. hmm Okay? And then I, <laughs> I forgot about this part. So I started tingling. Like, okay, I'll get to this. Stay with me, guys. So I'm tingling. <clears throat> and that's exactly what it is. Kind of like a spot in my leg yep. will feel like, probably like, I don't know, two by four inches will feel like it was a sleep, pins and needles kind of thing, right? Then... But also, I would, if I move my foot a certain way, so if I invert my foot mm-hmm. and, and straight, um, I will get shocking, kind of like shocking pain, but I don't know how to say it, kind of hot needles on the outside yeah. of my foot. That one only comes, but that's that's not even the part that concerns me the most. Because I've had sciatica from my back. There's a spot on my Achilles, right? The start all this, that if I touch it, and you guys can't see, if I just lightly go across it, I feel the shock of nerve stuff on the outside of my foot. So essentially I'm rubbing that nerve. Yes. Now here's the thing we forgot. That was a little weird. I, thinking that maybe that was just a muscle knot, because you know if you have muscle knots, sometimes you can push them and there's nerve. Yeah. I scraped it, because if, if, if no one knows, athletes would know this out there. There's something called like, I don't know what the fancy, I don't remember the fancy term, but it's called kind of scraping, so you're supposed to let professionals do it. You put lotion on and you scrape these kind of muscle uh, adhesions, kind of muscle or whatever, lesions or whatever, muscle knots out, right? Mm-hmm. I scraped the tar out of this nerve. So... P.S., coming back to it, it makes sense if that nerve isn't terribly irritated, which nerves take a long time to heal. Oh, yeah. It just hit me that I forgot I did that. Yes. Anyway, back to the original point. So I got this tingling weird foot. Comes and goes. When you're anxious, my mind's like, well, only options are I have MS. I have a tumor in my leg. Like, that's what my mind does. And I don't know people out there be like, oh, that's do. – I don't know why it does that. I'm not consciously thinking that.
1: Yep. It just happens. I have
0: a stomach issues in general. Well, when I'm highly anxious, it gets worse, right, mm-hmm. physically. That's what I mean. Like, my body almost rebels. And then my mind starts thinking worst-case scenarios. I overthink. I can't get out of it. And I've been in this spiral, man. You know, we talked about this last night for yeah. the longest time. Now, I'm in a very stressful time in my life. I can acknowledge that. Yeah. A lot of changes the last year and a half. Oh, yeah. Tons. You're right. Um, and that's, that's taking out, not even taking into consideration, you know, we are so blessed. Our church is growing like I can't even explain Oh, it's a, it's crazy, man. <laughs> um, so, that stinks, man. And, and it has caused me to, I hate it because I end up doing that thing. If I don't know if any of you ever, out there have ever overthought or worried at times. Like, anxiety is weird. I wouldn't even, I'm worrying, but it's not really a choice because the anxiety is taking over. But it wastes a lot of your time because you can spend hours just sitting around going, what's yeah, wrong? Yeah, because you me? feel paralyzed. Yes, exactly. I can't sleep, mm-hmm. so I don't know what's going on with that. <clears throat> and then I'm afraid, you know, of this tingling and, you know, it's just crazy stuff. So that leads me to the idea of spiritual attacks. If you're not a Christian, we know that um, the Bible tells us this reality that uh, we're not dealing with just what we can see in this world, but that there's a spiritual realm, right? We know that. Oh yeah, and then we have an enemy. Yes. Um, and the enemy has servants, for lack of a better word, and and they can't harm us, you know, in in the sense of of possess or any of those kinds of things, but oppression, right? Making whispering lies and all those kinds of things. Um, and I think that in our modern world, there's only two options. You either overemphasize that mm-hmm. and become obsessed with it. You oh, you yeah. I just heard a story about a pastor who became obsessed with casting demons out of people. Like yep. throwing people on the ground, that's not biblical, right? To, to be obsessed with every, that everything is that. Right. But then there's the other side, which I think even we tend to do unintentionally, is to minimize that. Yeah, you, you ignore you know, it almost. Yeah, and... um so I don't know, man. I don't know if, if I'm dealing with attacks. I don't know if I'm, you know, I know that I'm not sleeping. Like, for instance, I'm not bragging. People think that I slept probably an hour, literally an hour today. And I know that that's a cycle. You know, if you don't sleep long periods, it, it increases your anxiety level because your body is on high alert. It's barely functioning. Yeah, I mean, it's
1: trying. it's it's trying. Yeah. What what would most of the time be a normal function is becoming harder because it's having to work that much harder. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yes.
0: So that's one really rough area, you know, and if there's people out there listening, believers, I would welcome your prayers in that. Pray that, first, you know, little things like the tingling in my foot would heal. Like, as I'm talking, I have eyes on my Achilles tendon right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as we're talking. Yes. Um, you know, that that would fade. And I know there's root causes, like we talked about last night. We'll get to that in a second. I'm trying to fit all this in quick. So that's really where I'm at, which is really discouraging because I know I'm wasting a lot of time. Um, it's distracting from my mission not as an effective leader on um, which god has called me to do you know that and it stinks because i see the effects of that hmm. and sometimes you know i don't know and then my personality is very much a grind i will beat this well so then i start beating myself up that i'm not beating this yeah you know me like I'm, I'm literally the guy that'll pass out on the treadmill and um well that's another thing so then i'm like trying to rest so i don't run which running and stuff helps my anxiety and it's just this weird cycle
1: man it's a weird place to be in
0: so that being said that's a lot of the negative stuff positive stuff you and i had a talk last night probably shouldn't have because we could have used that time to sleep but uh it was a good talk and it's something interesting man and i don't know how real i want to get here and i really want to thank you for for taking the time to really see me and to genuinely not blow me off
1: Yeah. Because I don't
0: know if it's because I'm a leader. I thought of this. I think sometimes people that are leaders, people think that um, it's almost like a weakness when you have problems and or they think that you don't struggle at all. Um, So people either use it as ammo to disrespect you um, or they they just take kind of take it for granted. You know, this is any position, not just the church. And it kind of hit me, man. And I don't know how real I want to be with this. I'm trying to, as we speak, I'm pondering this. But mm-hmm. um, I feel very alone a lot. And it was funny as we were talking, I told you this at the end, you know, I was a high anxiety and you talked to me. And by the end of it, just allowing me to share and having someone take the time to not rush, to not be distracted, to, to speak into things, to encourage, my anxiety level dropped probably 60%. Whew literally in that moment and I'm about to tear up man because it made a real impact on me like I'm literally about to tear up that's freaking crazy um so one I guess I say that to thank you but two I say it to people out there that like you know sometimes like take it serious man if someone's struggling and like give them the time of day because you don't know how much that can help them and I know for me I process things verbally um but what I've learned over the years and kind of through our talk is like I don't Man, this is hard to admit, but maybe it'll help someone out there. I don't feel like people value what I have to say unless it's in the capacity as a leader. Yeah. Unless I'm not just as a person. Or they don't want to hear that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and um and that sounds so whiny because so I feel alone a lot, or I or and that's not necessarily people. I think I've gotten in the habit of just doing that too, right? You know, and living out of lies. Like it doesn't matter. I said that, you know, and you're like, hey, yep. dude, it does matter. Um so it's crazy how much just being able to process things. And when you think about it, isn't that, like, we literally send people. We go pay people to sit and listen to us. That's what counseling is. Now, they're trained and they can, you know, There's, I've went to counselors and they, they, they are trained to, like, help you, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy, ways that we can't. Yeah. But I'll tell you, sometimes, man, especially your first couple of sessions, you're just talking and you come out feeling better because you have to pay somebody to give you an hour to listen to you and your hurts and to share with you your lives because that is the kind of culture that we live in today, that we don't want to give each other an hour. You know, to, and, I, and I'm guilty, too, of doing that to people at times. And I try not to. You know, you know that. Yeah. So you know, if you're out there and you're struggling, you know, maybe take a minute and ask yourself, have I really gotten to Do I feel like anyone is really hearing me? And if you're at our church, you know, I can tell you right now, I will hear you. You know, and I know people are like, I can't meet with you. First of all, you guys do it anyway. I don't know why they say that. They just grab me. <laughs> they act like they can't meet with me. It just happens. They just, mm-hmm. This guy, any of these people listen to you. So we do love you guys. You're not alone. And um, yeah, it's just it, to me, I've, I've pondered that a lot today. You know, and I still woke up from the hour anxious and panicky a little bit. And today, Tuesdays are a grind for me. You know that. Yeah. Not just because of the show. Uh, so it was pretty cool. So I've been thinking a lot about that, because I wonder how much worse it would have been if I hadn't had that time last night where you like talked and I got to to share. Because sometimes, man, just it's kind of like letting the pressure off of a, a pot, like taking the lid off of a, of a boiling pot. Yep. You just let some of that out so it doesn't have to overflow. Yep. And we just and I just I don't. Blah, 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 I can't talk. Um, I'm just very thankful for that. Yeah. Mm. I don't necessarily know what to do with that yet. Um. But I know that that meant a lot to me. Um, And I know that, like, that means a lot to a lot of other people, too. And we just don't do that enough to each other in this world. We really don't. Even people we're close to. And sometimes I think the people we're close to, we almost take for granted. Oh, we're close now. So, like, even you guys say say something. Like, yeah, man. And I'm like, I've heard you. So I just kind of, we move on. And we stop giving the time to each other that we need because we need, you know, we need each other. And sometimes we just need another perspective.
1: It's good. It's true, too. Like, I don't know. So I love you, man.
0: Just for, a, just for example, the lies that, you know, I, I hear, and I'm sure you guys, some of you do, I literally feel like I just rambled this whole time and nobody, like, I annoyed people. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lie in my head that came up, I realize now. Um, Unless I'm at that pulpit. when and, and it's funny because that's never about me. I never think it is. That's just God. So as soon as that's done, right, I'm right back to being Todd. And Todd, eh. Or LT, whatever, right?
1: Yeah.
0: LT I was called as a kid. So. so there's that. I had a good talk last night. Um, could go on and on, man. I've, had, I've tried, because some weeks I don't have anything. I think, I think, I've been thinking a lot about life and how short it is, which, you know, am I having a midlife crisis? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm definitely having an existential crisis, which means I'm thinking about the meaning of life sometimes. And there's people out there I almost don't want to say this to, because they just say, I envy people that can just live. They don't think about yeah. this stuff. Because you're more like me in this.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Um, me
0: yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of what it is. And uh, life's just interesting, man. And then I start thinking about culture, and I start thinking about church, and I start thinking about how weird things are. And we've talked about it before. <clears throat> I, I hate, I guess I'll end with this, and this could be a topic. So I almost hesitate to bring it up, hmm. but I'm going to. Ask yourself, if you're Christians out there, if you're non Christians, I have a different question. If you're a Christian, how often do you find yourself playing by a set of rules that Christians are supposed to play by? That when you, if you actually set yourself out thinking about, it makes zero sense. So, for instance, you know, I hear all the time somebody say to me, <laughs> "I don't, don't mean pastors never admit the stuff you admit, Todd," and I'm like, "Why?" Right. Um, or, cause I don't think I probably talk too much. Um, this one my, or, uh, you know, and I do it too. You meet, you meet a new, like when I, why is it that when I meet a guy, when I personally, I'm still like this and I am, I meet a pastor, for instance, I automatically feel like I'm being judged if I don't play along a certain way. So I can't say even like the word crap. Uh, you know what I mean it's silly stuff like, well, we don't do that. Or, um, and I'm not saying I want to, I'm just saying it's this, this strange thing that we, we these, these weird rules we live by, Or like, I've got to tell everyone that everything's great, when it's not great. And I can only talk about something one time, because I'm supposed to be over it. Um. And then we've talked about the big ones, like confessing sin, we don't need to touch base on that, but just, I don't know, man, it's just so odd. Sometimes I look around, and I don't know how to say it, and I wish we had, people could interact with us, but... Maybe I could explain it more, but everything—not everything—so much about our faith in in a modern America, maybe just the Midwest. I guess who knows? is so weird, <laughs> particularly when you compare it to the Bible. Like we're we're pretending to be something we're not because we think that's what Christ wants us to do. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. I you mean, become it's- the Pharisees.
0: Yeah, but sometimes it's not even negative. But I guess Pharisee goal in the sense of like we're not being genuine. But when I think of Pharisees, I think there, there's an arrogance there. and I, there, there definitely is that. Yeah. I'm going to be wrong with, with a lot. But I'm talking about like even the people that maybe aren't arrogant that feel like we feel, but they, they, they would never admit that because that would mean their face weak. So they can't talk
1: about it.
2: Yeah. I, the more of what I guess I should you know go into I mean? this more, the thing that comes to me is actually more of like, when Jesus now Jesus I, I don't know if it would directly apply to this, but I think a lot of Jesus' words can affect us all differently. Um, when he calls the Pharisees whitewashed tombs, I think either there are people in not only America but in the church today that have become like that pharisaical with that whitewashed tomb, but I also think it can happen a different way where it's not necessarily arrogance, but you become this whitewashed tomb where you are just, yeah, these are the rules we play by. This is yeah, I'm perfect and you have up that those rules, and you make it all look good, but underneath you have all these questions and all these things.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so in this case, it's, yeah, that's part of it. I don't know. It's just I can't even, I guess I should have made a list, but sometimes I'll sit around and even I will do stuff, right? Because um, even though I was a Christian, I went to a Christian college. Mm-hmm. I've been in the world long enough, that world, right? And now I'm going, man, I don't know. It's not even meant as a criticism, just it's just interesting stuff because yeah, when I look in, in in the New Testament, pretty real stuff. You know, pretty real stuff. Um even Paul when I see the apostle Paul share things and Peter and Jesus, uh I don't know. And I wonder the pressure we, the self-imposed pressure we put on ourselves as Christians because that's what we're supposed to do. So the pressure to be perfect. I oh, hear that. The pressure to we not make mistakes. The pressure to have it all together. The pressure to never doubt. The pressure to, and I just don't see that in in the Bible, because we're, we should be living free, and freedom means like, you know, I'm freely expressing that. Yeah, and knowing that God's got us, and like <laughs> yeah. He's He's showing us and teaching us. So just it's just interesting. So good. Didn't man. mean to ramble, guys. I just yeah, uh, I, stuff, I wanted to take man. that serious about catching up on the life. So yeah, anyway. Dude.
1: Well, I love you, man. Yeah, appreciate and, it.
0: Thanks you know, a lot, man, for your help. Of course. Sorry, everybody out there, if I ramble too long. Nah. All right, moving on. We got questions. A lot of them today. So, very quick segue. Are you ready? Let's get Number it. Number one, AJ. So, is the taco-themed real talk you mentioned two weeks ago going to happen? Uh, well,
1: yeah, I think <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do it. kind of discussed it earlier. Um, yeah, it's going to happen. And keep your eyes out and open. You're gonna keep want to your watch- eyes out of your head looking. That's right. You're gonna to want to uh, probably all you podcasting folks. You might want to check us out in video form for that episode. So now, next question that we got here is from our previous episode, and it's in reference to uh, you talking about computers, I mm-hmm. believe. And it says, "Who put the books in the library?" Uh, that's interesting because uh, I
0: ended up having a talk. With Tim, yes, our robotic programming friend. I'm just kidding. Robotic He's a programmer. And it was a good friend. conversation because it kind of made me feel good, man, because that research I did really helped a ton. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I understand a little bit more, but at the end of the day, my, my point's still valid. Oh, yeah. So someone programs the books in the library. So a computer is not really a singular item. It, mm-hmm. is, a, it is a hodgepodge of a bunch of different pieces that, that are word. put together, right? So that makes it a little easier to understand. Again, you need to go watch last week if you, have, if you don't know the context of what we're saying because I can't oh, yeah. explain that all over it's,
1: again. Yes. It's.
0: So from what I'm gathering, who puts the books in the library? The person who programs, was it, the CPU?
1: Yeah, yeah, the chip essentially. So the... they,
0: they, they've put in there what, and my analogy actually kind of worked. Mm-hmm. So there's only there's a finite amount of things in the library, right? Not an in infinite. Mm-hmm. It can, I don't know, there's a book about Pictures and there's a book about math and there's a book about all this stuff and then <clears throat> what programmers do when I'm gathering right? and there's different is they tell the computer which books to pull out so that it does these certain programs for like yep. other words so that's that's what I've gathered however we're still left with a lot of questions
1: oh yeah man
0: um, and we'll probably come back to this because I still I I refuse. You let go of this bone until we have figured out the mystery of magic and computers. True, man,
1: because like even if even if the question's been answered about you know yeah the guy who makes that actual chip is the one who 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 put the books inside the library, but how did he how did he even manage to come up with these books? How did he do that? How did he discover that? No idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's still fascinating (laughs) things, man, because it's really just manipulating electricity to make these things happen too. That's another thing. Which what is that?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Wizard. Wizard. I, got, I got Tim to admit that by the definition of the word, mm-hmm. he's, he's a wizard. He's kind of a wizard. <laughs> 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 a wizard, Timmy. You do, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to him. He still hasn't listened to this episode, which is absolutely ridiculous. I'm going to kind of insult him again, because I know his lovely wife has, has watched mm-hmm. it. And she said she had a good laugh at us. He, oh, she absolutely. called it mocking him, but I was just I'm waiting for him to mock us. Oh yeah. Now, I'm mocking him. <laughs> he is he's always usually up to, to date on the show. It's and, true. He is behind now. So Hey, we're waiting for your day. comment, Tim. We want you to come on here, give us your thoughts. And, you know There'll be one that we respond to. But it was a great conversation. It's nice oh, to yeah, be able man. to just talk with him because you know he is a programmer. That's mm-hmm. what he does. But he even says there's a level he doesn't even understand which that's is the, wild. It is insane. That, gets yeah. that, that comes down to kind of the electrical engineering side. The
1: creepy part is how it just seems like it's so. It seems like it's never ending. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's terrifying. You start getting
0: into quantum computers, man. <laughs> it's, okay. It's creepy.
1: um It literally is scary
0: what a quantum computer can do. Yes. Oh yeah. So I don't understand. Yeah, we'll get back to that more. <laughs> All right, that's here we a go. Whole can of worms. Yeah, no joke. We talked about that like two years ago too about um, Mandela effects. We should come yes. back to that. It's f- number two. Aj. Yes. What happened to the fundraiser? I was looking forward to AJ's crazy hair.
1: Listen, it's not gone, and if anything, it's gotten more real than ever.
0: <laughs> yeah, I looked at the uh,
1: the, the, the
0: rankings here, and yes. they're pretty crazy.
1: Oh, it's absolutely insane. You guys are going to... I, mean, I don't know how I'm going to show my face in public with somebody, especially if, if you get the, the, the hey. biggest prize.
2: By the way, here's... It's terrifying. Here's one thing for you, AJ. You have to remember that you still, like... You make it like you you go out all the time. You go out to all these places. You still don't do that, so I think you'll be okay.
1: I'm on a live stream every Sunday.
2: That, <laughs> eh, that's fair.
1: Uh, <laughs> and oh, on the wow. podcast every
2: week. Well, <laughs> podcast uh, the the live stream for church. It'll be a new adventure every week. I want to see the comments. <laughs> yeah,
1: but so yes, it's alive and well. Um, you know, we just we kind of decided to go in a different direction. So uh, keep an eye out. Uh, like Turn said a little bit ago earlier, uh, we are going to have like a GoFundMe for it with different tier values that when you guys reach that tier value of when you donate, uh, things are going to start happening, and it's going to be insane. So keep on the lookout.
2: You're going to pull so much engagement during this time. Because people are going to come and see, like, the beginning of the stream and see you. They're like, what in the world is going, is this a church? Is that That's true. Is that That's Hulk true. Hogan? Man, I just
0: hope that, I hope the normal cut wins. Because honestly, man, I don't want you.
1: Oh, at this point, there's no normal cut anymore. What? There's no normal cut. Well, anymore. I'm
0: not going to vote for anything
1: there. I mean, it's literally like, you just donate this amount and this amount Well, is
0: I'm hoping happens. for, honestly, I, for, for you, I'm hoping for the lower one.
1: Because it's gonna, it's essentially like a like a goal I set it. for a specific amount of time, and that's just what they get <laughs> along the way.
0: Oh, so you can do all <laughs> <of> it. like <laughs> it's it's a it's a progression. it's working its way up. To it's a progression,
1: that. yeah, and that happens every. A, so, for a- example, gonna, we hit that that value. I do that.
0: Well, here's the update. They want to know
1: when this is starting. Uh-huh. Good question. So, let's see. We got to still get the GoFundMe figured out and get that set up. So, so now, I don't have a. So no, but you date. can.
0: Make a set date. We are the ones yeah. doing
1: it. Yes. You can you literally the, pick yeah. a date. <laughs> I get nervous setting dates. You mean because you don't do them? Yes. <laughs> That's, it's, it's, he's 100% right. It's because I don't follow up a lot of the time. Um, let's see. I think we actually did have it. Well, I don't remember the date right now, but I'm going to give a soft date of the 25th, which would be Monday. Mm-hmm. This upcoming Monday which I think the action, yep. that might be the day that was actually discussed, I think. So 25th, Gun Lookout. We'll have a link out for you.
2: Pat's going to put up another GoFundMe it's fast, that's going to be like, save AJ. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's terrifying.
0: Oh, boy. Um.
2: Oh, you're, You guys are going to see it. You're going to be like, oh, my. Oh, it's, it's insane. It's
1: going to be interesting. Oh, you're up, insane. my friend. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um no, you're good. Um, it says, this is to all three of you. Thank you for Thank you for doing this. Sorry, misread. Let me, let me try that again. This is to all three of you. Thank you for doing this. You all three have helped me in some way or another process things and helped me in my walk. Love you all. Well,
0: hey, I love you too and appreciate you. And honestly, I know we joke a lot, but that's really what the heart of this show is about, mm-hmm. is to, to make you know it's okay to have questions and to process and that Jesus loves you and um, that, that, that faith is a journey. So thank you for encouraging us. That gives us, because uh, sometimes, man... It's true. Your journey. So we love you too. Thank you so much.
1: Love you so much.
0: All right, AJ. Yes. What's the craziest article you've read lately? So actually, I
1: kind of have a note for this. Um, I don't have one in particular. The but I will say the latest the latest article that I've I've read. I actually sent it to you. Was about how like if Jesus essentially the, the idea of it was like what does it actually mean to live abundantly? Jesus told us that like what does it actually look like? Um, it was an interesting article, um, and the the way they kind of shaped it, like I, I agreed with a lot of it, but also there's a couple parts I was like, eh, I don't know. So it was just that's been the latest article, but uh, in general, I'm, I I love Telegram. I'm, a, I'm all over Telegram, looking at stuff. So if if, if you are unfamiliar with Telegram, it's just kind of like a it's like a news outlet sort of thing where it's got like different channels of news. So. I enjoy it, uh, and it brings a lot of... uh, It definitely brings up a lot of things in the world that you wouldn't normally see. I'll say that. So, (laughs) I love Telegram. That's that's where I see a lot of stuff. So, yes.
0: Fun turn, what's your article? Uh,
2: What is the strangest article I've seen recently because of all my stuff? Uh... I've seen a lot of insanity lately. Uh like the, the I could f- just look at my history because I read uh, yeah. you're all over it. So I see a it's lot a, of insanity. Yeah. Uh one I think the craziest one was about like the riots that have happened. Oh yeah, no, this one was pretty crazy. I guess this one I saw a while ago. Uh when I did some article research was one they uh after this whole like abortion thing has happened, they firebombed a place that uh was helping women mm. after this that wasn't doing the abortion, but it was a Christian clinic that was helping uh, women after they have the birth of the child, whether yeah. that's if they want to put them up for adoption, whatever that may be, helping them through that process and all of that. They uh, they basically, they firebombed it, they graffitied it, they attacked it all the time, and I remember looking at that, and I was on, a, I was on one of our news sites that we go to, I think it was Christian Post, and I was mm-hmm. like, what in the world? Yeah. And then That's I wild. also sometimes go down the rabbit hole of all sorts of things, like, all sorts of things. Telegram <laughs> is an interesting place. Uh, yep. I watch a lot of things, not only about boxing, but also crazy government things to crazy mm-hmm. just history. So I've, I'm all over the place. Hmm. I nice was one. rabbit holing before the show.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember you saying something about that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but I think if I say what I was rabbit-holing about, we'll get shadow, so. Yeah, oh well. <laughs> We've never come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> TB? I
0: was looking. I uh, did a lot of uh, research on existential crisis. <laughs> 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 yeah, because that's definitely what I'm having. Uh,
1: I was looking at mine, too. I was like, oh, I'm curious now.
0: But uh, looking at what?
1: Oh, just like my history to see like oh, yeah. what I was looking into. Yeah.
0: Uh, man, the craziest one I really... Well, I'll tell you this, and I kind of go to the A.J., because I can't think of one off the top of my head. I mean, I'm constantly reading about stuff, man. Yeah. I just the other day oh, was yeah. reading about the former prime minister, or president of Russia, of the yeah, USSR, yeah.
1: Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you, You're like a... You just look into people's lives. Like, you're a deep diver history, in people's
0: history, I'm into people's history. I'm into I like to learn. Um, I will say this. There is a lot of things that people accept... Like, for instance, you brought up Telegram. And I yeah. love that people, you know, I had an old family member, a close family member, getting a huge argument with me about some stuff. Mm-hmm. We were there. And uh, it's funny how people think if you say anything that is factual even, that is not a mainstream media narrative, you are a crazy conspiracy theorist. True, man. So there's a lot of things about um, the pandemic that we were in in 2020, a lot of things about medications yeah. that are being – suggested for people and the fact that they they do have you know if you choose to get take certain medications that's your choice um and you should have that choice and i'm not telling anyone not to and this is any kind of medication but you should also know the side effects yeah particularly if they're very serious and uh kind of learning that man and and learning a lot of things about the world uh, and these are not conspiracy; these are facts. You know, Agenda Twenty Thirty. I could, th- you know, you can Google this stuff yourself. Well, I don't know if you want to Google it, duck, duck, go it. Um, but just there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't hear about because the world's focused on Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, for instance. Right. Oh, yeah. is that her name, Amber? Yep. Yeah. Uh, those are example, right? Stuff was going on. You need to understand. You know, I could drop bomb after bomb right now. It's even not even though it's not that big bomb of like things that. Is happening or happening, and no one knows about that. It. People don't know about because, let yeah. um, I me mean, you know, it's not carried. It's not conspiracy. It's a fact, and we get attacked every time I suggest that there may be things. This is crazy. Let me let me explain this to you. If you're a person out there who is angry and telling me I'm a nutball, when science, since you like to claim science in anything, mm. when, it, when there are is factual things, you have got to start questioning the narrative that that let's say news networks don't have an agenda. Sure. They are businesses.
1: How do you, they mean? are
0: businesses. Yes. You understand that? Meaning they make money. That is mm-hmm. their goal. Dude. They're not, the people think that like, I, I, I used to think this too. They think news programs are like nonprofits that are only supposed to tell you the truth. hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm not, <laughs> that's not, that's not, I can tell is. you, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just interesting. So there's a lot of articles out there. Um, stuff's going on in the world.
1: Um, Man, just some crazy stuff. I mean, you talk about history, dude. Like, you know, I just don't understand how people can't even be open to the idea of like Mm -hmm. how something that is being put in front of you is not what it seems. Look at history, and people don't think it can happen here. And it's just, I don't understand it. You know, I, the the best example that comes to my mind is like Nazi Germany with like with Hitler. Like, (laughs) do you think he was just straight out telling people, hey, this is what I'm doing? No, like, no. So it's like that can easily happen anywhere. And it's like if you're not open open minded enough to look past what's being given to you and at least question like hey like is this is this for real like it's very easy to fall into so
2: oh, oh yeah, and <laughs> you know what i'll I'll just drop some Socrates on people because you know what i i socrates i've been, socrates. A, I've, been a, I've been on a quote craze that nobody knows about. I'm going to have Socrates' head popping. So, Socrates, uh, one of the quotes that I've, I've at least quoted this quote <laughs> so at least seven sad. times since I've got it, or even more. It's been hilarious. It's come up in Lionheart meetings. It's come mm-hmm. up everything, and people go, like, what? And I go, yeah, I love quotes. Uh, Smart people learn from everything, and everyone, average people from their experiences, stupid people, already have all the answers. And I think we've quickly gotten to... That last, we have one. I'm all not the calling everybody stupid, but I think if you're not willing to open your mind and learn and be open to all those things, you're not learning anymore, you will quickly become stupid.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, another one is, is a, the reason why uh, we can never get anywhere with any of these discussions is because we no longer have discussions because everybody's so close minded So here's another Socrates uh, quote. When the debate is lost, slander becomes the tool of the loser because Oof. nobody can... Bro, that's good. Nobody can admit that they've lost the argument or that you may have a point because what would that mean for their pride? Yeah. Um, you, you go into the conversation as it is a battle where even like that quote is suggesting that at the end of the deb- day, the debate should not be should not go to that level. You should be willing to learn from it. Definitely. Uh, and I think I, even when I was in high school, once I graduated, that started to happen more and more. And the only way to actually get your point across was either argue with the person until you argue with them in so many circles that eventually they they start to argue for real and, like, they actually want to talk. Or it wasn't good, and we would just argue to argue. And it wasn't sure. a natural debate. It wasn't a natural talk. It was, it was just arguing in anger and rage. And when I was in high school, that was very discouraging because I mm-hmm. was a guy that loved – our mock congresses that loved our Socratic seminars and our things like that, and frankly, what we've seen in society now is just—we're not. Well, it's gotten to be worse. 100 uh-huh. it's
1: gotten worse. The
2: second you say something, is you're you're now labeled.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: It's <laughs> crazy, man. It's crazy. All right, you're up, my friend.
1: Question. You're right by the way, Clint, all that. I mean, was... oh yeah, it was great. Why does the Old Testament always talk about David's genealogy? Because the
0: Messiah was prophesied to come through David's line, boom. So it's important, and that's why in the New Testament they they trace Genesis oh, Jesus's, Jesus's lineage mm-hmm. uh, to back, David. Back to David, yeah. it's awesome, man. Um, what's your favorite weapon that you would use for the zombie
1: apocalypse? Easy answer for me, and I've I've got this note. It says, "Wise words of Todd quote: Swords don't run out of bullets." taking a sword yeah
0: you don't run out of sword yeah that's true fun turn
2: uh probably gonna also take some sword or blunt object that's not going to get caught (laughs) because that's a common misconception yeah uh for a long time i watched a interesting youtube channel called uh i think it was zombie tools or something like that no zombie not zombie tools that's an actual that that's a fantastic company i'll I'll give that fantastic company anyways um but it was like it was it tested out weapons that people either said were for the zombie apocalypse or weren't and like that was the main thing that they talked about they're like if it gets caught you're dead essentially you have to leave that behind Mm -hmm. so they they reviewed that a lot and like things like that so definitely something that doesn't get caught
0: yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna uh, if we're dealing with humans, I'm going sword. But since you said zombies, I'm gonna shock you here. Another medieval weapon, hmm. a mace. Nice. Okay, a mace is essentially kind of like um, for people that aren't into medieval weaponry, maybe we can get a picture on here. But it's essentially a, st- like, picture a stick or a club, right? With a huge. Or not, I, I blunge in a big old round head on it. Mm-hmm. That bat sometimes has spikes, yeah, like that, or flanges, which, you'll, which are just little. And it's perfect, man. Yeah, it's we'll, not gonna we'll get stuck. It's gonna mash heads, because typically you kill zombies by crushing the head. I think I'd go mace if I could get one.
1: It's good, man. I like that. So, huh. that's a weird one, isn't it? All
0: yeah. right, moving on. Yeah, I think you're up, my friend.
1: Does the verse about it is better to be married than be burning with lust? also apply to women even though men should be the pursuers
0: yes so the verse he's talking about i'm going to read is it. 1 corinthians 7 uh, i'm just going to start at verse 1 he's talking about principles of marriage here paul is writing the church in Corinth. this is now in response to the matters you wrote about it is good for a man not to have relations with a woman but because sexual morality is so common each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband p.s uh, i can't go into that i want to teach on this and i can't i gotta <laughs> uh, let me skip down uh, do not deprive one another sexually, meaning husband and wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, except when you come together, I say this is succession. And then he goes, I say in verse 8, I say to the unmarried and to widows, it is good for them to remain as they are, but if they do not have self-control, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with desire. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that he says, you know, unmarried and widows. So a lot of people, apparently there are people out there, it means like burn in hell, that's not what it means. It means if you are in a relationship, let's say, and you literally are giving in to sexual morality over and over and over, you, it's better to get married than to be overcome with lust all the time and to give in to lust. Does that yeah, make sense?
1: absolutely. And,
0: um, and I think that's pretty apt in our world because let me put it this way. You know, People say, well, what in the world are you telling people? Well, if, if they're close enough to have sex with, who are you to tell them that they're not close enough to be married to? True. Partic- you know, as a Christian, you can't have it that way. If you're sitting around messing around and, and not being a hypocrite here, I have my own past. If you're sitting around messing around with a girl or a guy – but you're like, oh, I'm not ready for being married. Well, you're not ready for that either. It's good, man. and and the the Bible's pretty clear on that. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. so it's it's he's commanding the unmarried and in widows. Um, interesting that widows, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, they're also unmarried, and and probably might even be a little tougher for them at times, yes. depending because they've been there for like exactly. a better words. So that's what that verse means. Hmm. It's very tan. It's very tangible advice, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, What does it mean to crucify our flesh?
1: Hmm. So uh, I've got a couple ways to go about this. The first thing I thought up was it means to lay down our way of living. Uh, The things we want and the desires we seek, we need to seek God's way. Um, And a lot of the way, when it talks about the flesh, uh, to not act out of that sinful side that we have, Um, those sinful desires we have that we know is not, even if it's things that are, you know, good in God's eyes, but if it's out of... If it's out of the context of God, then it's 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 sinful. You know, not give so to crucify crucify that is to not act out of those things. Um yeah, that's that's what I had.
0: Yeah. Use the word crucify because it was the most painful death, probably that the early, you know, <clears throat> that area would know in the Roman Empire and stuff. So it, it means to kill the part of you that rebels against God Whew. um and its symbolism, right? It's gonna hurt. You're going to have to fight. You're going to have to do whatever it takes to not give in to that part of you that wants
1: to rebel and do whatever you want over what God wants. And that also, to me, opens my eyes every time to how what it means to be a Christian, man. It's yeah. just you're absolutely. It, it's a great
0: point, man. It's good that you say that because a lot of people blow off those, yes. those terms when they're very. They they God
1: chose them for a reason. Yes, I think you're up. Oh, number. my bad. There you go you good, man. Uh, how do you become a warrior in a civilized world that looks down on warriors? Uh, they have a disdain for fighters and contempt for strength. How do we teach our sons to be strong and warriors? Great question. So I think particularly for men, a
0: civilized world, and, and I'm going to take he means this symbolically, right, meaning we stand up for what we believe, we fight for truth and mm-hmm. good, you know, and stand against culture even. it doesn't yeah. necessarily. But, you know, is it does it mean fight for your loved ones if you had to? Yeah, I think it does too. Um yeah, they don't want that, particularly men. Uh, men that live out of the heart God's given them, that are fierce in a good way, though they're not easily controllable. That's good. That doesn't fit the modern world.
1: Not at all. So what's better? <laughs>
0: let's go ahead and make men, and I think this is even more prevalent in the church, you, mean, you know, let's let's highlight the idea that a man is supposed to be, I'm using this word in quotations, gentle. And by gentle, I don't mean gentle by choice, but essentially what they mean is weak, afraid, fearful, fearful. Um, gentle because he's afraid not because cuz that's not really gentle right that's just being afraid
1: yes gentle
0: is when a strong man chooses to not use his strength because of the person that he's dealing with whether it's a child or a woman or someone who's weak or a victim um it's a beautiful thing it's, it's really to choose not you know when you do something well. out of fear that's there's no good in that right i mean no not at it's all it's not the same thing so uh how do you how do you do it well i'm going to tell you right now it's not easy i have Try to live my life doing this too. I think you one you have to make decisions, tangible decisions to stand up for lack of a better word, in the moments when you when your flesh tells you to not. So when you know when you see something wrong happening, whether that's at work, church, personal life, and I mean that right wrong in your spirit in the Holy Spirit and wrong, are you going to do what ninety percent it seems like I'm just throwing this number out there ninety percent of culture does and just walk by? Are you willing to be the one that stands up? And says, "No, that's wrong." That's good. Man. Are you willing to enter into scary situations? So I think being a warrior is a mindset, but the mindset is partially developed by the actions you take. So you've got to continue, You've got to take the actions, and the more you do, the more you under you you understand your strength, the more you confidence you build, and the more it, bec- it becomes easier to stand up in those moments. Right? Uh, that's hard because you are going to get uh, pressure, both from the world and certainly from even church culture, yeah, uh, where they try to say Jesus was this, you know, weakling when he wasn't. What's beautiful about Jesus is he was very much a warrior, very firm, um, you know. And it depended on his audience. When he was dealing with evil or or arrogance or those who hurt people, he was bold and a lion. And when he was dealing with the untouchable, the people who society cast out, the ones who thought they were too far gone, he was gentle and loving with children. He was gentle and loving, you know, women, um, gentle and loving. Um, but when he dealt with arrogance and he dealt with evil, he, w- he spoke up to the point when it cost him the ultimate price, right? And even people say, well, he didn't fight back. Yeah, but you got to understand, there's a difference between knowing, because he said, do you think I could call down a bunch of angels and essentially incinerate everything? That comes from a place of strength. He knew he could do it, and he didn't out mm-hmm. of love. That's different than I can't do it. You know what I'm saying? 100%. How yeah. do right, we teach our sons, show them? Let your son see you step up. Um, talk about things. Quit ass- I think a lot of times when it comes to kids, they think sons don't aren't interested in it because how kids are, but they do pick up things. Yeah, man. Have those discussions. When they talk about school, ask them how they responded. Ask them how they would respond in certain situations. Use movies and go, hey, what do you like about that? Marvel movies are good. You know, what moments do you like? You know, Captain Mary's got the hammer and he hits Thanos with it. You know, what's cool about that moment? Is it, What's cool about that? The moment at the end of the day, you know, when all hope's lost, the guy who's probably least powerful among them, almost, he's standing up because that's who he is and he's fighting. Enter into those moments, man, and talk about the real Jesus. Um, Speak into them. Encourage their strength. Don't tear them down. Uh, They get that a lot at school. They quit quit being a boy. So when you see them do noble, good things, speak into it. Men are not good with that, even with boys. We don't use our words a lot. It's true. Speak into it. That's my advice. And, um, yeah, that's just some tangible things I think you could do. Great question. Oh, yeah. Love it. Well, I think that's about it, man. We went long again. We keep having these articles. We're going to do it. Maybe we'll do this at Real Talk Live.
1: Talk about the articles. We could always talk. Yeah, good idea. Uh,
0: But, yeah, I got nothing else, man. I think it's a good time to end it. What do you think? Got anything to say?
1: Yeah, love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for checking out episode 173. Man, we're slowly approaching 200, which is crazy. Literally blowing my mind. Seven episodes, right? Yeah, crazy. So, thank you guys so much. It's the you're you're the reason why we're still going. I mean, you guys tune in every week, keep asking questions. You know, you're teaching me. You know, I, I take so much from this show, I take it for granted, but it's true. Um, like, share this podcast, this video, whatever, however you're watching, and uh, that's really all I got for you. Thank you guys so much. I love you so much.
0: Fun turn. You got anything? He says no. Hey, we love you guys. Appreciate you. God loves you. Um, loves you so much He would die for you. He sent His only Son, and uh, He is not, you know, looking to cast you out or condemn you. The Bible tells us that He everything He does is to save us and to give us an opportunity. And even when He tells us the wrong we're doing, it's not to condemn us. Right? Um, the desire is to, to show us our situation, how hopeless we are, and that our only hope is in Him. And turning to To him through Jesus Christ and what he did for us. So, hey, it's always available for you. Today's the day that you can know without a shadow of a doubt that you uh, would be in paradise with God, um, that you will live forever. Um, But in order to do that, you got to let go of yourself, got to crucify your flesh, you got to be one to say to God, I'm sorry, I know what I've done is wrong, I reject my way, and I turn to you. And Jesus, I accept what you give me. And if you do that, the Bible's very clear, um, you will be saved. So, If you're a person out there you don't know what that means or how to do it if you 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 can do it right now right now as you watch this video get on your knees and talk to god and you can know that but if you don't know how you can shoot us a message anytime at www.thereminant.life slash real or drop a comment and below we'll get a hold of you somehow boom that's it hey pray for us protection guidance all that beautiful things hope you guys have a great day kelsey thanks again for the shirts we love you we appreciate you and god bless